The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. For you to get what God has for you, it requires a supernatural. I don't care what your conditions look like. I don't care what the circumstances look like. You got to say what God said. I don't care what the doctor just said. You got to say what God said. I don't care what they said. Now, you can't say what God said if you don't believe. You're going into a place where you understand by faith. Reason deals with facts. Faith deals with truth. He had to consider one thing. Come on. The Word of God. If God is with you, there ought to be some evidence of it. If you remember, they came through the Red Sea. And that is, Moses was used by God to do a terrific miracle. And they crossed over the Red Sea. Now, it's kind of interesting about that because these folk who were living over in Canaan even saw that and heard about it and fear was still in them because of the God that was with these people. And, and so if you look at Joshua chapter two, we'll look at it starting at verse eight. And before they were laid down, she came up to them upon the roof and she said unto the men, know that the Lord hath given you the land. I know that the Lord has given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you, for we have heard how the Lord dried up the water. Lord, have mercy. So this Red Sea incident had really traveled, and it had brought fear and terror upon the people who were living in this other land. Now, if you go on over here to Joshua chapter 4, pardon me, Joshua chapter 3 and verse 14, he said, and it came to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over the Jordan and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people. And as they that bear the ark were come into Jordan and the feet of the priest that bear the ark were dipped into the brim of the water for Jordan overfloweth all his banks in the time of harvest, that the waters which came down from above stood up and rose up upon a heap very far from the city of Adam that is beside Zeratan. And those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea failed and were cut off. And the people passed over right against Jericho. And the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan. So you see, there was another miracle that took place to get them into the promised land. So there was a miracle that took place to get them out of bondage. And then there was a miracle that took place to get them into their inheritance. And I'm here to tell you right now, the devil owes you something. And, and that we're going to get it. And the way we're going to get it is going to be by the supernatural. Say amen to that. All right, look what it says here in the next chapter. That is chapter number eight. Uh, no, chapter number five. And look at verse nine. I'll start there. And the Lord said unto Joshua, this day have I rolled away the reproach from off to, from, of Egypt from off you. Wherefore, the name of the place is called Gilgal unto this day. And Gilgal in the Hebrew means rolling. Now, he says, I've rolled away the reproach 
Now, what is reproach? I've rolled away the shame. I've rolled away the disgrace. I've rolled away all of the, uh, all of the memory, all of the, the condemnation that could be in your mind about your past. I've taken away everything that would make it so that you won't fully be a, a picture of God's inheritance that he has for you. I've taken away everything that would try to drag you down. I, I've, I've rolled away everything that, that would probably try to accuse you, Lord have mercy, or bring accusation in your life. Look at verse 10. And the children of Israel uh, encamped in Gilgal and kept the Passover on the 14th day of the month at even in the plains of Jericho. And they did eat of the old corn of the land on the morrow after the Passover, unleavened cakes and parched corn in the selfsame day. And the manna ceased on the morrow after they had eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna anymore. But they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. So it's interesting now that you're crossing over and you're going from something to something else. And I put some analogies down here. You're going from information to revelation. You're going from a democratic mindset to a theocratic mindset. You're going from electing a president to honoring a king. You're going from, from preaching heaven coming, uh, uh, going up, going to heaven, but now you're going to preach heaven coming to earth. You're going from being led by your intellect, but now being led by your spirit. You're going from just facts to truth. You're going from God will do it to God has already done it. I'm, I'm just saying you're crossing over now. You're, you're going where you got to have a different language that you're going to speak. You're going where anytime you see the impossible come in your life, hit the delete key. I, I said hit the delete key Be, because there are no more impossibilities for you where you are going. You are going into a land of giants. You're going into a land where the devil has tried to keep you out. Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against. There is nothing in Satan's arsenal that can keep you out of what God had planned for you to have. Say amen to that. So there are no more impossibilities for you. With God, all things are possible. So we are going into a new place. We're going into a place that you've never been before. But it's a place that you're going to get a lot of joy. You're going to get a lot of, lot of, lot of uh, uh, blessing in this place. As a matter of fact, when you go in here, understand you may feel a little uncomfortable at first, but that's only because there's tension between your soul and your spirit. You see, your soul has been running your life. Your, you have been running by feelings and what other people say. But now God is about to take you into a place where it doesn't matter what they say. Only thing that matters is what God has said. 
say amen to that. I'm saying you're going into a place that's going to challenge everything that does not line up with the gospel. I'm saying you're going into a place where you're no longer ashamed of what God has spoken. Oh, before you were a little shy about it, but now you're going to be bold as a six-shooter. I'm saying you are a lion from the tribe of Judah. God has a place for you in Canaan, and it's a big place. He didn't have anything, no, make no more small plans. And when something doesn't seem impossible, go back and check it again and see if it's from God. I'm here to tell you right now, your faith is going to laugh in the face of impossibilities because this is your year. You have been chosen by God and you have been chosen for this generation. This is our time, our season, and nothing is going to stop us. Now, the enemy's strategy may be to pull you back down in your own effort, but we start, stop with that on the last week. We went over to Matthew's gospel in chapter nine, and it said this, that in verse 27, there were two blind men that followed Jesus and crying and saying, son of David, have mercy on us. Now that was not a begging spirit. You can't follow Jesus with a begging spirit. You got to follow him by faith. And so it said in verse 28, and when he was come to the house, the blind men came to him and Jesus said to them, believe you that I'm able to do this? And they said to him, yes, Lord. Then touched he their eyes and said, what? According to your what? Faith be it unto you. So I'm here to tell you right now, it's going to be according to your faith over in this land that you're going to. So nothing is going to be impossible because you're going to be with God. Do you believe that he is able to do this? I said, do you believe that he is able to do this? Now realize again, and I want to say this again, because you're crossing into an area of the supernatural. Now this is another dimension, folks. This is not what you've been used to. This is what I saw with that tennis match. This is coming close to that. I mean, this is something that in the natural mind, you can't figure this out. I think it's Bishop Jakes that's coming out with a book called Instinct. Why? Because you're going to leave the level of your own intellect. You can't figure this out fast enough. God is taking you up to another level now where the supernatural is going to be a place you're going to live. I said faith is going to be your residence. Glory to God. I know you think you're a school teacher. I know you think you're a lawyer, but you're not that. That's your assignment. Your profession is faith. You are, amen. You are going to major in faith. And God has put you in this world because this is the way you're going to overcome the world. Say amen to that. So what is faith? Faith is this that God has given you, glory to God, that not only gives you strength to endure, but also empowers you to accomplish your divine agenda. 
I said, faith is not only the strength to endure, but also the power to, for you to accomplish your divine agenda. So God has faith and you have been given the measure of faith and the faith that you have been given is a faith of God. Say, I have the faith of God. Now, I was reading one man, and he was talking about this whole idea of operating on this level because he is saying that it is indeed a level that he does not dare try to take it and look away from that level. Now, let me show you what I mean by that, and I think we covered this some the last time. Over in Genesis chapter 18, if you'll put that scripture up there, we talked about, this is when an angel showed up. The angel is talking to Abraham. And it said to him, these angels now, where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, behold, she's in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah, thy wife, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. And Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Now, you women know what that means, I guess. Okay, next. And therefore, Sarah did what? She laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. Notice she, she gladly put him in that same category. You know, misery always loves company, doesn't it? And so what I'm saying is, look what happened here. Next verse. And she said this. She said, is any, he said, is anything too hard for the Lord? Now, I'm going to ask you that. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Now, I don't know what you got going in your life. I don't know what you're up against right now. I don't know what house you're trying to get. I don't know what debt cancellation you're trying to work by next Thursday. I, I, I don't know. Come on now. I don't know what job perform. I don't know what promotion. I don't know what school you're trying to go to. I don't know what hair you're trying to grow. I, I don't know. But I do know this. Is anything too hard for God? See, what we've done is we've worked in a place where we've had to do this. Yes. Now, I didn't ask you that. Do you believe that he yes. is able? Come on now. Yes. Come on, I better go over here. Do you believe? Yes, yes. See, it, it, it's very important now that we put God back in the picture. Because when Adam fell, God got out of the picture. But Jesus, the last Adam, came to restore God back to the picture. And you got exactly what Jesus has in him. Let me show you how I know that. Look at 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. In 1 Peter 1, 23, he says this, being born again, talking about you, not of corruptible seed, but of what? Incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Now, you were born by the word of God. Well, pastor, I know that. Well, let's go and see what the word of God is. Look at Luke chapter 8 and verse 11. Let's see what the word of God is. If you look at here, he said this. He said that the the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Now, let me ask you, does every seed bring forth after its own kind? Yes. 
Let's look at John chapter 1 and verse 1 and see what he says here. In John 1, 1, he says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Come on. And the Word was who? The Word was God. So if I got the Word, I got who? God. And if I got God, I got some seed. And look what the Word became. Come on down to verse 14. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Who was that? Jesus. Jesus. Now, if he's the seed that caused you to be born, then what you have in him is exactly, what you have in you is exactly what he had in him. Am I right about it? So the, he's saying, if I can do this, the things that I did, you can do too. So I'm saying the same thing he has in him, the same nature he has in him, the same fruit of the spirit, the same everything you have in you, just like God has in him. Say amen to that. Now, as you hook up with God, you and God are an unbeatable team. There is nothing that the devil can put on you that God can't take off. There's nothing that the devil can steal from you that God can't get it back. Now, don't think about you're going to live perfect and not going to stumble sometimes. I'm saying you might do that, but sometimes you might stumble, you might fall. But the Bible tells me that a righteous man can fall seven times and God will get him back up again. So this helps me when I'm thinking, boy, I made a mistake. I didn't work that right. I didn't show forth and so on. God knows that because he's teaching you. And God's teaching is all on the job training. You, you don't get no training where you do something in the background and then come and use it up front ground. Uh-uh, he trains you right on the front line. So now God has chosen you. Can I go further here? Now, that, let me just take off for just a moment here. You didn't choose him. No, you didn't choose him. I know some of y'all think y'all chose him. You, well, I found the Lord. He wasn't lost. Got news for you. He was not lost. You was lost as a goose in a fog and God found you. Now, as he did that, he chose you. Now, when he chose you, he had already an assignment for you. Your assignment was here before you came. All right? Now, he's got to put you in a place where you can get trained. One of the main places he puts you is in a church. When I say church, I mean a local church. I mean, he puts you in here. So he takes you and he puts you here. Now, I read some scriptures, maybe you have them back there, in the first service of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Because I want you to see this. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And just put the scripture up there. For the body is not one member, but many. This is the apostle Paul. Paul, because a lot of time we say members, member, I mean, member of the church. Well, members, a lot of time we look at as, 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 a, as, a, as a number, as a name. But he's talking about members meaning my finger is a member of my hand. Say amen to that. If somebody gets dismembered, they get 
your arm cut off or whatever. No, you are a member. See, you are part of this church or whatever local church you belong to. Now look what it said. If the foot shall say, because I'm not the hand, I'm not the body, is there not of the body? Or if the ear shall say, because I'm not of the eye, am I not of the body? Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? Or if the whole hearing were hearing, then where would be the smelling? But now God set the members, every one of them, underline every one of them, in the body as it has pleased him, not them. He didn't ask you what you thought about it. He puts you here because it's his decision. And one of the reasons why he put you here is because of the assignment of this church. So you've got the goods, you've got the stuff that is needed for this local body to be able to function supernaturally. You got the stuff. You say, well, I don't really have much. Well, that's that's because you 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 are one of the more feeble members. <laughs> now, now when I say that I don't mean feeble minded, I mean you don't you you may not have my eye. If I take my finger and put it in my eye, what would happen? My eye would jerk jump back. Why? Because it's more tender. It's it's more but it's necessary. Come on, it's ne- every, everybody's necessary. That person, look at the person beside you and say, you are necessary. You, are necessary. you see, don't think somebody's not important. No. Now, let me, just, let me just do this. We're talking about supernatural church. Now, suppose you're not supposed to be here. So when you get people saved, get them back there and so forth, we start them in foundation class, but we always said, okay, we want, if you're not supposed to be here, we will direct you to where you feel that you're supposed to be. Because we don't want you here and you're not supposed to be here. Because you're not supposed to be here, then you won't agree with the message I'm preaching. You, you'll be, be busy talking. Well, he talked too much about this. Or he talked. See, because you may not supposed to be here. Amen. Amen. You're supposed to be down the street. Amen. No, no, I, can I be honest with this? I believe this is one of the biggest problems you got. See, when you go to a city, the first thing you need to find before a job is a church. Amen. Because see, that's where you're going to flourish. That's going to give you the word to give you the faith to go into the place that you're supposed to go into and rise to the top. For you to get what God has for you, it requires a supernatural. I don't care what your conditions look like. I don't care what circumstances look like. You got to say what God said. I don't care what the doctor just said. You got to say what God said. I don't care what they said. Now, you can't say what God said 
if you don't believe. You're going into a place where you understand by faith. Reason deals with facts. Faith deals with truth. He had to consider one thing. Come on, the Word of God. Release the power of your confidence in God's Word and consider Him only in every circumstance and condition in Pastor Winston's life-changing four-disc series, The Supernatural Church, Volume 2. To order on CD or DVD by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Enter this new dimension of the supernatural according to your faith with your trust in God and nothing will be impossible for you. In the Supernatural Church, Volume 2. Order the Supernatural Church, Volume 2, today. Now, to live supernatural is a development of your mind lining up with your spirit. Now, your spirit is lined up with the Spirit of God or the Word of God. So your mind needs to come in line with your spirit. Why? So that there won't be this tug of war between your mind and your spirit. So don't think you're going to live perfect many times without, you know, missing it or stumbling sometimes. I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying that if you do stumble, understand, and you fall, that be encouraged by Proverbs 24 and 16. He said, the righteous man falleth seven times and rises up again. You remember Job? (laughs) Job made some mistakes and the devil closed in on his life. And I'm telling you, wiped him out. But Job kept his integrity. He kept his trust in God. And as a result of that, God restored him twice fold what he had before. So you may miss it over here, uh, be a little off over there, but just keep walking with God. Keep your trust and integrity in God's word and watch and see what he'll do. He'll restore you. A righteous man falleth seven times, but he'll rise up again. Praise the Lord. Well, Next, until next time, this is Bill Winston saying we love you and keep walking by faith. Who would have known that the little boy who thought he was Superman would grow up to be called by God to be a Superman of faith, affecting the lives of so many for Christ? God knew. God had a great plan for Dr. Winston, and he has a great plan for every person's life. We here at Bill Winston Ministries are committed to helping people fulfill their highest calling in Christ and become the supermen and women God has called them to be. Whether it's through Dr. Winston preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to the nations during which tens of thousands of souls have been saved and lives transformed or through our partnership with Joseph Business Schools, helping plant 13 schools in nine countries which are committed to eradicating generational poverty. During our free economic empowerment tour, equipping individuals with tools to bring about economic growth in their lives and in their communities, or on the Believer's Walk of Faith daily radio and television broadcast, igniting the faith of millions in over 200 countries. Everything we do is because of our love for God and our love for people. The love of God can be so strong in you that you don't even think about fearing nothing. You want to get the job done. You want to get these people out of this poverty, out of this jail, out of this drug, off of the street. 
Join us in partnership as we continue to spread the love of Christ throughout the world. We are calling on additional partners to help us win even more souls and empower even more believers to reach their destiny. Becoming a partner is easy. Sign up today at billwinston.org forward slash partner or call 1-800-711-9327. Together, we can make an even greater impact on the world for Christ. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.